Hello everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. We're just four girls trying to make the world a better place and hoping to teach you something that school couldn't. Hope you enjoy. What do you guys classify as anxiety? What do you think anxiety is for you? Um, well, for everyone is different. There are many individual differences, but in general, it's the feeling of um, insecurity can be caused by fear or worry or being nervous um, and it's classified as a mental health condition but it all depends at what stage the anxiety is so it's again it's it's hard to say 100% what anxiety is so it can be different for everyone else um, I don't know how girls do feel about it yeah I like I like what you said that it's on like a different spectrum with anxiety it can be either mild anxiety or you can notice anxiety every day to have anxiety you don't need to have panic attacks every day you don't need to be like on antidepressants you don't it doesn't need to be really bad for you to recognize that you have anxiety exactly for some people it might just be that oh you're worrying about let's say you've got an assignment due and it's not that serious like you could ask for an extension but you're driving yourself crazy because of it i think that even could be mild signs of anxiety exactly 100% agree with that i think this whole stigma of mental health and having to be so bad to the point you get recognized i don't think that should really be there i think that's quite harmful it's more demeaning because you're saying okay only if you're bad enough do you get help but mm-hmm. if you've got mild anxiety then you don't really matter and especially young people now they are scared to go to therapy because of of the judgment of the society but actually that's the only way that i can get help yeah i think do you want to go first <laughs> no that's fine after you magda um i think like everyone should be able to get help even if you're just stressing about your exam or something i think everyone should be allowed to like uh, see like a psychologist or someone just to speak to them tell them how they feel about certain things and sometimes it might just be that you're worried it might not be anxiety but figuring that out earlier on is really important because mm-hmm. if you let it go go on for so long you might make yourself think that you've got anxiety and sometimes you might not or the other way around so you might say you might brush it off and think ah oh, this is nothing i'm just worrying about a little exam but these are your first trigger signs of anxiety and if you had caught it now earlier on maybe you can you know start the prevention earlier as well and the treatment exactly the same with triggers it can triggers can be different for everyone everyone else different so it, it can be as you said exams or maybe death in a family work stress related school or financial issues relationship issues family issues so it can be literally anything yeah look so a trigger the- doesn't have to be a major like major thing that happens so all of a sudden someone dies and then you're really really anxious it doesn't have to be like that it can be something as small as if you hear a song that reminded you of a time where you were really low that can be a trigger for mm. anxiety again so you feel the same things that you felt memories when you first heard the song yeah memories memories can be triggers mm. 
Um, or like future expectations, because for me, I'm finishing uni in a few months and I have one year old. And imagine thinking about finding a good job to pay for everything, for the rent and everything, and then supporting your child so he will have everything. That's for me like the biggest anxiety right now. Mm. That's a massive one. Yeah, so past and present, that's a really good point there, Magda. So people do stress over the future a lot. Especially now during COVID when you don't really know whether you're going to get the job or not because of the things that are happening. Yeah, and I know a lot of students at the moment, now that exams are cancelled, anxiety levels are through the roof because we don't know what's going on. <laughs> we have no idea what yeah. what kind of grades we'll be given, if we will get the grades to get to uni to do the courses we want to do. Um, and it's like we have no control over it, so uncertainty that's a really big one when you don't have control over your life that's mm-hmm. what it feels like sometimes yeah exactly and what about the tree like this external yeah. force there's an external force taking over your life what about the treatment how we can cope with it how we can deal with it do you have any ideas it's um yeah to you. it's important to look at treatments for before everything starts so there can be, you can go see a therapist, you can talk it out. Mm. That's more of a, a latter idea. Mm. There are, you've got to look at the treatments for when it's just starting. Yeah. I think when you're by yourself and you're having an acute anxiety attack or panic attack, that's when the grounding techniques are really good. So something that I've heard of is um, looking at five things you can see, four things you can hear, three things you can touch, two things you can smell, and one thing that you're feeling. Uh, Or like, it might be the other way around. I don't know if I've got the senses in the right order. But that really, it makes you think about things other than your anxiety at the moment mm. so grounding techniques are really good that's brilliant breathing techniques breathing techniques as well so breathing in for seven seconds and breathing out for five yeah i think that one is quite important it worked for me quite a few times i think it's really just bringing yourself back into the mode and taking yourself out of that tiny lapse of anxiety that's brilliant. Yeah, I f- what I found useful recently because of the COVID, um, I started doing meditation and some mantras. Sorry, I wrote down um, a few mantras that I was repeating every day, sometimes in the morning or during the day. And there were um, words such as, you know, you, you, you can control your mind or um, you, you have no anxiety or something like that. So it, it can be different for anyone. But I think mantras and meditation, as you said, bringing yourself back to where you are, that's quite important. Um, yes, some people also um, write like the anxieties on a paper and then um, putting them to the bin. So that's a good idea. Yeah, that's something I did a lot. Just writing down everything that you're feeling and just scrunching up the paper and throwing it and away. Burning them. Yeah. Like taking the feeling. Yeah. You're taking the feelings and throwing them away. It's actually really good. Hmm. That's interesting. And another very obvious treatment, again, is medication. And a lot of people stand on different opinions with that. But 
if you feel like you've tried something for so long, you've tried the breathing techniques, meditation, mindfulness, all of these things, and it's not working, then yes, speak to your GP and see what you can do about medication. Because if you look at the scientific reason behind depression or anxiety or any mental health, it's because the serotonin levels in your body are quite low. So if you are feeling like it's not getting better, medication might be the right treatment for you and obviously your GP can help you more with that to discuss the side effects, etc. if it is the right thing for you. Exactly. And some people say that um, our gut is our second brain. So sometimes changing the diet and including or avoiding something in our diet might actually help as well. So it's worth to talk about your GP um, or your psychologist to, about it and then deciding which path is good. Yeah, and definitely the part you said about food. I know when you are going through like acute mental health distress, people easily turn to junk food mm. to give them comfort. But foods like fruits are so nutritious and they help your mind and your body. And I think we underestimate how much protein and nutrients we can get from these foods and how they can make us feel. Exactly. So do you have any advice for anxious people uh, from your experience? I think um, getting the help they need is the most important part because um, I know myself, I tend to struggle a lot with anxiety, but I won't go to the doctors for some reason. I'm not going to tell you because I'm not sure why. But um, I think the most important advice will be to get help. And I think a lot of people, I think it's just coming to terms with the fact that you may have anxiety yourself. So it's it's very scary for you to accept that you have anxiety. So acceptance is a major, major thing. And it's not something to be ashamed of, really and truly. Thankfully, mental health is on the rise. It's A lot of people are talking about it. There's open discussion about mental health now, thankfully. So you really should not feel ashamed that if you're going through anything. And I know when you are going through it, it's so much easier said than done. People can tell you, don't worry, don't worry. But that is the worst tip <laughs> to give someone who yeah. is always worried. <laughs> don't worry. I wish yeah. I could just tell my mind, stop worrying. <laughs> I wish that was the case. Or like, don't make um, such a big deal of it. You'll be fine. Like other people oh. have it worse than you. Like those kind of qu- uh, word sentences are the worst, to be honest. And Because it make you like other people about you. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, the the part about other people being worse than you, what we said at the beginning, the whole spectrum of anxiety, you don't have to be so bad to be bad. Yeah, exactly. I just hate it when people say, um, yeah, other people are worse off than you. At least at least you can still get up in the morning. Some people are so depressed they can't even do anything. Uh, exactly. And that's a problem. <laughs> that's even worse. It's it's triggering even more worse than not saying a thing. Uh I guess we have to understand each other and ourselves and just go through it and learn about ourselves. I'm still, I'm 23 and I'm still learning about myself all the time. Oh, yes. (laughs) But yeah, that was a nice discussion, girls. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us and our anxiety stories. Hopefully we have a lot more cool podcasts lined up for you all. Do give us a follow on our Instagram at empoweryouth underscore 
program where we'll keep you all in tune as to what's happening next and we have got a few interesting guest speakers so stay tuned and thank you for listening Thank you so much for tuning in today. As always, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also on our Instagram page at Empower Youth Program. Please get in contact with us and can't wait to speak again soon. Bye.